This is a legend better of everybody to a new episode of the World Factbook. Today we will be talking about South Sudan. First, a quick glossary of the country before going into more detail. The official name of the country is the Republic of South Sudan. Its motto is Justice, Liberty, Prosperity. This anthem is called South Sudan Oi. The capital of the country is Juba. Its official language is English. Though it also, it also has several recognized national languages, Bari, Dinka, Merlay, Nuer, Zandi, and around 60 other languages. The, the ter term for someone from the country is South Sudanese. The government is a federal dominant party presidential republic. Its current president is, is Selva Kerr. Its vice president is James Wani. It its legislature is known as the National Legislature with the upper house being the Council of States and the lower house being the National Legislative Assembly. The country gained its independence. Well, the original end of Anglo-Egyptian Sudan was December 31st, 1955. It had a comprehensive peace agreement on January 6, 2005, gaining autonomy on July 9, 2005, and gained its total independence from Sudan on July 9th, 2011. The country is 239,285 square miles or 619,745 square kilometers, which ranks it 42nd in the world. Although disputed, its 2008 census put it at 8,260,490, which ranks it 94th in the world. The density of 34.52 people per square mile or 13. 33 per square kilometer, which is 214th in the world, although it ranks countries and territories, since there aren't 214 countries. Its GDP is estimated as of 2014 to be $21.378 billion, or $1,978 per capita. The currency is known as the South Sudanese pound, and it, the time zone is, is, is in the East Africa time zone, which is UTC plus three, or about about six hours, seven, seven, six hours ahead of the East Coast in the U.S. And the people in the country that drive on the right. Now, in the more detail, um, South Sudan is officially the Republic of South Sudan, and is a landlocked country in northeastern Africa that gained its independence from Sudan in 2011. Its current capital capital is Juba, which is also its largest city. Although the capital city is planned to be changed to the more centrally located Ramsiel in the future. South Sudan is bordered by Sudan to the north, Ethiopia to the east, Kenya to the southeast, Uganda to the south, the Democratic Republic of the Congo to the southwest, and the Central African Republic to the west. It includes the vast swamp region of the Sud formed by the White Nile and known locally as the Bar al-Jabal. The territories of modern South Sudan and Sudan were occupied by Egypt under the Muhammad Ali dynasty and later governed as an Anglo-Egyptian condominium until Sudanese independence was achieved in 1956. Following the first Sudanese civil war, the Southern Sudan Autonomous Region was formed in 1972 and lasted until 1983, 
a second Sudanese civil war soon developed and end ended with the comprehensive peace agreement of 2005. Later that year, southern autonomy was restored when an autonomous government of southern Sudan was formed. South Sudan became an independent state on July 9, 2011, following a referendum that passed with 98.83% of the vote. It is a United Nations member state, a member state of the African Union, and a member state of the Inter Intergovernmental Authority on Development. In July 2012, South Sudan signed the Geneva Conventions. South Sudan has suffered internal conflict since its independence. The Nilotic people of South Sudan, the Achali, Enuak, Bari Dinka, Nuer, Shuak, and others first entered South Sudan sometime before the 10th century. During the period from the 15th to the 19th centuries, tribal migrations, largely from the area of Bar el Ghazal, brought the Enuak, Dinka, Nuer, and Shulek to their modern locations of both Bar el Ghazal and the and Upper Nile regions. While the Achali and Bari retained their settlement in, in Equatoria, the Bantu people of South Sudan are the Azandi, Mandu, Abu Kaya, and Baka people, Azandi people, who entered South Sudan in the 16th century, established the region's largest state of Equatoria region. The Azandi are the third largest ethnic group in South Sudan, while the Bari are the fourth largest. They are found in the Meridi, Yambio, and Kambora districts in the tropical rainforest belt of western Equatoria. The Adio of Azandi client in Ye, central Equatoria, and western Bar el Ghazal. In the 18th century, the Abungara Sib rose to power over the rest of Azandi society, and this domination continued into the 20th century. Geographical barriers prevented the spread of Islam to the southerners, thus enabling them to retain their social and cultural heritage as well as their political and religious institutions. Slavery had been an institution of Sudanese life throughout history. The slave trade in the South intensified in the 19th century and continued after the British had suppressed slavery in, in much of Sub-Saharan Africa. Annual Sudanese slave raids into non-Muslim territories re resulted in the capture of countless thousands of Southern Sudanese and the destruction of the region's stability and economy. The Azandi have had good relations with the neighbors, namely the Moru, Mundu, Pajulu, Evukaya, Baka, and the small groups in Bar el Ghazal, due to the expansionist policy of their king Gabodwe in the 18th century. In the 19th century, the Azandi fought the French, the Belgians, and the Mahdists to maintain their independence. Egypt under the rule of Khedive Ismail Pasha, first attempted to control the region in the 1870s, establishing the province of Equatoria in the southern portion. Egypt's first governor was Samuel Baker, commissioned in 1869, followed by Charles George Gordon in 1874, and by Amin Pasha in 1878. The modest revolt of the 1880s destabilized the nascent province, and Equatoria ceased to exist as an Egyptian outpost in 1889. The important settlements in Equatoria included Lado, Gandokoro, Dufayo, and Wadalay. European colonial maneuverings in the region came to a head in 1898 when the Fashoda incident occurred at present-day Kodak. 
United Kingdom and France almost went to war over the region. In 1947, British hopes to join South Sudan with Uganda, as well as living Western Equatoria as part of Belgium-French Congo. The Democratic Republic of Congo were dashed by the Rajab Conference to unify North and South Sudan. South Sudan has an estimated population of 8 million, but given the lack of a census in several decades, this estimate may be severely distorted. The economy is predominantly rural and relies chiefly on subsistence farming. <clears throat> Around 2005, the economy began a transition from this rural dominance and urban areas within South Sudan have seen extensive development. The region has been negatively affected by two civil wars since Sudanese independence. From 1955 to 1972, the Sudanese government fought the Enyanya rebel army during the first Sudanese civil war followed by the Sudan People's Liberation Army slash movement in the Second Sudanese Civil War for over 20 years. As a result, the country suffered serious neglect, a lack of infrastructural development, and major destruction and displacement. More than 2.5 million people have been killed, and millions more have become refugees both within and outside the country. Between January 9th and January 5th, 2011, a referendum was held to determine whether South Sudan should become an independent country and separate from Sudan. 98.83% of the population voted for independence. Those living in the north and expatriates living overseas also voted. South Sudan formally became independent from Sudan on July 9th, although certain disputes still remained, including the division of oil revenues, as 75% of all the former Sudan's oil reserves are in South Sudan. The region of Abia still remains disputed and a separate referendum will be held in Abia on whether they want to join Sudan or South Sudan. The South Kurdistan conflict broke out in June 2011 between the Army of Sudan and the SPLA over the Nuba Mountains. South Sudan is at war with at least seven armed groups in nine of its ten states, with tens of thousands displaced. The fighters accuse the government of plotting to stay in power indefinitely not fairly representing and supporting all tribal groups while neglecting development in rural areas. Joseph Kony's Lord's Resistance Army also operates in a wide area that includes South Sudan. Inter-ethnic warfare that in some cases predates the War of Independence is widespread. In December 2011, tribal clashes in Jongle intensified between the Nuer White Army of the Lunar Nuer and the Merle the White Army warned it would wipe out the Merle and would also fight South Sudanese and United Nations forces sent to the area around Pibor. In March 2012, South Sudanese forces seized the Hagleek oil fields and lands claimed by both Sudan and South Sudan in the province of South Kordofan after conflict with Sudanese forces in the South Sudanese state of unity. South Sudan withdrew on March 20th and the Sudanese army entered Hagleek to days later. In December 2013, a political power struggle broke out between President Kerr and his ex-deputy Riek Machar and the president, as the president accused Mr. Machar and 10 others of attempting a coup d'etat. Although both men have supporters from across South Sudan's ethnic divides, subsequent fighting has been communal, with rebels targeting members of President Kerr's Dinka ethnic group and government soldiers attacking Nuer's. Ugandan troops are also fighting along South Sudanese, South Sudanese government forces against the rebels. 
Up to 10,000 people are estimated to have been killed in the inter-ethnic Dinka Nuer fighting. Five officials, including Mr. Machar, are being tried for treason, charges they deny completely, which observers fear will threaten the recent ceasefire. More than 1 million people have been displaced inside South Sudan, and more than 400,000 people have fled to neighboring countries, including Kenya, Sudan, and Uganda, as a result of the conflict. The now-defunct Southern Sudan Legislative Assembly ratified a transitional constitution shortly before its independence on July 9, 2011. The constitution was signed by the President of South Sudan on Independence Day and thereby came into force. It is now the supreme law of the land, superseding the interim constitution of 2005. The constitution establishes a mixed presidential system of government headed by a president who is head of state, head of government, and commander-in-chief of the armed forces. It also establishes the national legislature comprising two houses, a directly elected assembly, the National Legislative Assembly, and the second chamber of representatives of the states, the Council of States. John Garain, the founder of the SPLA-M, was the first president of the autonomous government until his death on July 30, 2005. Selva Kier, his deputy, was sworn in as first vice president of Sudan and president of the government of southern Sudan on August 11, 2005. Riek Machar replaced him as vice president of the government. Legislative power is vested in the government in the bicameral national legislature. The constitution also provides for an independent judiciary, the highest organ being the Supreme Court. The post-conflict environment is important to understanding the, go the government of South Sudan's ability to function and successfully implement its policies. The government of South Sudan has had significant success in building its own capacity by developing an integrated system for planning and budget preparation. This has been achieved through the leadership of the Ministry of Finance, the strong technical leadership and support of the same ministry, and making these goals relevant to local capacity. The results have been that the government has been better able to manage the financial aspects of its functions and projects, and increases in the expertise of its staff in crucial skills such as basic IT. <clears throat> the capital of South Sudan is located at Juba, which is in the state capital of Central Equatoria, and the county seat of the eponymous Juba County, as well as the country's largest city. However, due to Juba's poor infrastructure and massive urban growth, as well as its lack of centrality within Central within South Sudan, the South Sudanese government adopted a resolution in February 2011 to study the creation of a new planned city to act as the seat of the government. The proposal is functionally similar to construction projects in Abuja, Nigeria, Brasilia, Brazil, and Canberra, Australia, among other modern-era planned national capitals. It is unclear how the government will fund the project. In September 2011, a spokesman for the government said the country's political leaders had accepted a proposal to build a new capital in Rebsiel, a place in Lakes State near the borders with Central Equatoria and Jongle. Rebsiel is considered to be the geographical center of the country. And the late, late pro-independence leader John Grain allegedly had plans to relocate the capital there before his death in 2005. The proposal was supported by the Lake State government and at least one Rebsiel tribal chief. 
design, planning, and construction of the city will likely take as many as five years, government, government minister said, and the move of national institutions this new capital will be implemented in stages. South Sudan is divided into ten states, which corresponds to three historical regions, Bar el Ghazal, Equatoria, and Greater Upper Nile. Bar el Ghazal is composed of northern Bar el Ghazal, western el Bar el Ghazal, lakes, and Warap. Equatoria is consists of western Equatoria, central Equatoria, containing the national capital city of Juba, and eastern Equatoria. Greater Upper Nile is consisted of Jangle, Unity, and Upper Nile. The ten states are further subdivided into 86 counties. The Abia area, a small region of Sudan bordering on the South Sudanese states of Northern Bar El Ghazal, Warap, and Unity, currently has a special administrative status in Sudan and is governed by an Abia area administration. It was due to hold a referendum in 2011 on whether to join South Sudan or remain part of Sudan, but in May the Sudanese military seized Abia and it's not clear if the referendum will be held. A defense paper was initiated in 2007 by then Minister for SPLA Affairs Dominic Dim, and the draft was produced in 2008. It declared that Southern Sudan would eventually maintain land, air, and riverine forces. <coughs> While well, former Information Minister Barnaba Marial vowed that South Sudan will respect freedom of the press and allow journalists unrestricted access in the country, the chief editor of, of Juba newspaper The Citizen claimed that in the absence of a formal, formal media law in the fledgling republic, This alleged unfettering, this alleged fettering of media freedom was attributed in an Al Jazeera report to the difficulty SPML has faced. This um, alleged fettering of media freedom was attributed in an Al Jazeera report to the difficulty SPL has faced in forming itself as a legitimate government after years of leading a rebellion against the Sudanese government. The citizen in South Sudan's largest newspaper, but poor infrastructure and poverty have kept its staff relatively small and limited the efficiency of both its reporting and its circulation outside of Juba, with no dedicated news bureaus in outlying states and newspapers often taking several days to reach states like northern Bar El Ghazal. On November 1, 2011, South Sudan's National Security Services arrested the editor of a private Juba-based daily, Destiny, and suspended its activities indefinitely. This was in response to an opinion article by columnist Dengdit Ayak, titled Let Me Say So, which criticized the president for allowing his daughter to marry an Ethiopian national and accused him of staining his patriotism. An official letter accused the newspaper of breaking the media code of conduct and professional ethics and of publishing illicit news that was defamatory, inciting, and evading the privacy of personalities. The Committee to Protect Journalists has voiced concerns over media freedoms in South Sudan in September. The NSS released the journalists without charge after having them held for 18 days. Since independence, relations with Sudan have been changing. Sudan's President Omar al-Bashir first announced in January 2011 that dual citizenship in the North and the South would be allowed. But upon the independence of South Sudan, he retracted the offer. 
ESH also suggested a European Union-style confederation. Isab Sharaf, Prime Minister of Egypt after the 2011 Egyptian Revolution, made his first foreign visit to Khartoum and, and, and Juba in the lead-up to South Sudan's secession. Israel, Israel quickly recognized South Sudan as an independent country and has hosted thousands of refugees from South Sudan, who, who, is now, who now face deportation to their native country. Egypt, Sudan, Germany, and Kenya were first to recognize the country's independence on July 8, 2011. South Sudan is a member state of the United Nations, the African Union, and the common market for Eastern and Southern Africa. South Sudan plans to join the Commonwealth of Nations, the East African Community, the International Monetary Fund, and the World Bank. Full membership in the Arab League has been assured should the government choose to seek it, though it could also opt for observer status. It was admitted to the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization on November 3, 2011. November 25, 2011, it officially joined the Intergovernmental Authority on Development, a regional grouping of East African states. The United States supported the 2011 referendum on South Sudan's independence. The New York Times reported that South Sudan is in many ways an American creation carved out of war-torn Sudan in a referendum largely orchestrated by the United States, its fragile institutions nurtured with billions of dollars in American aid. The U.S. government's long-standing sanctions against Sudan were officially removed from applicability to newly created South Sudan in December 2011 and senior RSS officials participated in a high-level high international engagement conference in Washington, D.C. to help connect foreign investors with the RSS and South Sudanese private sector representatives. Given the interdependence between some sectors of the economy of Sudan, which is RSS, South Sudan, and Sudan, certain activities still require OFS, OFAC authorization. Absent a license, current Sudanese sanction regulations will continue to prohibit U.S. persons from dealing in property and interests that benefit Sudan or the government of Sudan. A 2011 Congressional Research Service report said the Republic of South Sudan, uh, report the Republic of South Sudan opportunities and challenges for Africa's newest country identifies outstanding political and humanitarian issues as the country forges its future. Campaigns of atrocities against civilians have been attributed to the SPLA. In the SPLA-M's attempt to disarm rebellions of, among the Shilek and Merle, they burned scores of villages, raped hundreds of women and girls, and killed an, un, an untold number of civilians. Civilians alleging torture claims, finger, claim fingernails being torn out, burning plastic bags, dripped on children to make their parents hand over weapons, and villagers burned alive in their huts if rebels were suspected of spending the night there. In May 2011, the SPLA allegedly set fire to over 7,000 homes in Unity State. The UN reports many of these violations, and the frustrated director of one Juba-based international aid agency calls them human rights, human rights abuses off the Richter scale. In 2010, the Central Intelligence Agency issued a warning that over the next five years, a new mass killing or genocide is most likely to occur in southern Sudan. The newer White Army has stated it wished to wipe out the entire Merle tribe on the face of the earth as the only solution 
to guarantee long-term security of numerous cattle, and activists, including the minority rights group Air National, warned of genocide in the current jungle conflict. Peter Rahumun, Rahman, the leader of the key opposition group United Democratic Forum, has been under arrest since November 3, 2011, over allegations linking him to the formation of a new rebel group fighting along, fighting against the government. The child marriage rate in South Sudan is 52 percent. On May 7, 2014, AVAAZ, a mainstream activist organization, began a petition urging world leaders to intervene, including the United Nations Security Council, in the documented atrocities going on inside South Sudan. The petition opens with accusations of execution-style killings against women and children and, and propaganda on the radio. A report by the Human Rights Watch said that both government and opposition forces and their allies committed extraordinary acts of cruelty that amount to war crimes in South Sudan since fighting began there in December 2013. South Sudan is, lies between latitudes 3 degrees and north, 13 degrees north and longitudes 24 degrees and 36 degrees east. It is covered in tropical forests, swamps, and grassland. The White Nile passes through the country, passing by Juba. South Sudan's protected area of Bandingilo National Park hosts the second largest wildlife migration in the world. Surveys have revealed that Boma National Park, west of the Ethiopian border, as well as the Sud Wetland, and Southern National Park near the border with Congo provided habitat for large populations of hartebeest, cob, tapi, buffalo, elephants, giraffes, and lions. South Sudan's forest reserves also provide, provided habitat for bongo, giant forest hogs, red river hogs, forest elephants, chimpanzees, and forest monkeys. Surveys began in 2005 by the, by the Wildlife Conservation Society in partnership with the semi-autonomous governments of Southern Sudan revealed that significant though diminished wildlife populations still exist and that astonishingly the huge migration of 1.3 million antelopes in the southeast is substantially intact. Habitats in the country include grasslands, high-altitude plateaus and escarpments, wooded and grassy savannas, floodplains, and wetlands. Associated wildlife species include the endemic white-eared cob and Nile lachwe, as well as elephants, giraffes, common eland, giant eland, oryx, lions, African wild dogs, cape buffalo, and topi, locally called tiang. Little is known about the white-eared cob and tiang, both types of antelope whose magnificent migrations were legendary before the Civil War. The Boma Jungle Landscape Region encompasses Boma National Park, broad past pasture lands, and floodplains. Bandingilo National Park and the Sun, a vast area of swamp and seasonally, seasonally flooded grasslands, include the Zaraf Wildlife Reserve. The little is known of the fungi of South Sudan. A list of fungi in Sudan was prepared by S.A.J. Tar and published by the then Commonwealth Mycological Institute. In 1955, the list of 383 species and 175 genera included all fungi observed within the then boundaries of the country. Many of those records relate to what is now South Sudan. Most of the species recorded were associated with diseases of crops. The true number of species of fungi in South Sudan is likely much higher. 
In 2006, President Kerr announced that the government would do everything possible to protect and propagate South Sudanese fauna and flora and seek to reduce the effects of wildfires, waste dumping, and water pollution. The environment is threatened by the development of the economy and infrastructure. Several ecoregions extend across South Sudan, the East Sudanian savanna, Northern Congolian forest savanna mosaic, Saharan flooded grasslands or sud, Sahelian Akakia savanna, East African montane forest, and the Northern Akakia Kamifora bushlands and thickets. South Sudan has a similar climate to an equatorial or tropical climate, characterized by a rainy season of high humidity and large amounts of rainfall, followed by a drier season. The temperature on average is always high, with July being the coolest month, with an average, temp with average, an average temperature is falling between 68 degrees and 86 degrees Fahrenheit, or 20 degrees and 30 degrees Celsius, and March being the warmest month. <clears throat> with average temperatures ranging from 73 degrees to 98 degrees Fahrenheit or 23 degrees to 37 degrees Celsius. The most rainfall is seen between May and October, but the, rain, but the rainy season can commence in April and extend until November. On average, May is the wettest month. The season is influenced by the annual shift of the intertropical zone, and the shift is southern, southerly and southwesterly winds leading to slightly lower temperatures, higher humidity, and more cloud coverage. South Sudan has a population of approximately 8 to 10 million, though the exact figure is disputed, and a predominantly rural subsistence economy. This region has been negatively affected by war for all but 10 of the years since 1956, resulting in serious neglect, lack of infrastructure development, and major destruction and displacement. More than 2 million people have died, more than 4 million are internally displaced persons or became refugees as a result of the civil war and its impact. The major ethnic groups present in South Sudan are the Dinka at more than 1 million, approximately 15% combined, the Nuer, approximately 10%, the Bari, and the Azanti. The Shilak constitute a historically influential state along the White Nile and their language is fairly, is fairly closely related to Dinka and Nuer. The traditional territories of, Shilak, of the Shilak and North, Northeastern Dinka are adjacent. Unlike the previous educational system of the regional southern Sudan, which was modeled after the system used in Sudan since 1990, the current educational system of South Sudan follows the 8 plus 4 plus 4 system similar to Kenya. Primary education consists of 8 years, followed by 4 years of secondary education, and then four years of university instruction. The primary language at all levels is English, as compared to Sudan, where the language of instruction is Arabic. In 2007, South Sudan adopted English as the official language of communication. There is a severe shortage of English teachers and English-speaking teachers in the scientific and technical fields. The, the official language of South Sudan is English, there are, but there are over 60 indi indigenous languages most classified under the Nilo-Saharan language family. Collectively, they represent two of the first order divisions of Nile Sudanic and, and Central Sudanic. In the border region between Western Bar El Ghazal State and Sudan are an indeterminate number of people from West African countries who settled here on their way back from Mecca, who have assumed a traditionally nomadic life that, that resides either seasonally or permanently. 
They primarily speak Chadian languages, and their traditional territories are in the southern portions of the Sudanese regions of northern Kordofan and Darfur. In the capital, Juba, there are several thousand people who use non-classical Arabic, but South Sudan's ambassador to Kenya said on August 2, 2011, that Swahili will be introduced in South Sudan with the goal of, it, uh, goal of supplanting Arabic as a lingua franca in keeping with the country's intention of orientation towards the East African community rather than Sudan and the Arab League. The fifth population and housing census of Sudan for Sudan as a whole was conducted in April 2008. The census counted the southern Sudan population at 8.26 million. However, southern Sudanese officials rejected the census results of southern Sudan because the Central Bureau of Statistics in Khartoum refused to share the National Sudan raw census data with the Southern Sudan Center for Census, Statistics, and Evaluation. Many, in addition, President Kerr suspected figures were being deflated in some regions and inflated in others, and that made the final tally unacceptable. He claimed that the southern Sudanese population actively constitute one-third of that of Sudan, though the census showed it to be only 22%. Many southern Sudanese were also said to have been un uncounted due to bad weather, poor communication and, tra and transport networks, and some areas were unreachable, while many southern Sudanese remained in exile in neighboring countries, leading to unacceptable results, according to southern Sudanese authorities. The chief American technical advisor to the census in the south said that the census takers probably reached only 89% of the population. In 2009, Sudan initiated a southern Sudanese census ahead of the 2011 independence referendum, which would also include the South Sudanese diaspora. However, this initiative was criticized for leaving out countries with a high share of the South Sudanese diaspora, rather counting countries where the diaspora share was, was low. Religions followed by the South Sudanese include, include traditional indigenous religions, Christianity, or Islam. The last census to mention the religion of Southerners dates back to 1956, where a majority were classified as following traditional beliefs or were Christian, while 18% were Muslim. Scholarly, scholarly and some United States Department of State sources state that a majority of Southern Sudanese maintain traditional indigenous, sometimes referred to as animal animist beliefs, with those following Christi Christianity in a minority, albeit an influential one, which would make South Sudan one of the very few countries in the world where most people follow traditional indigenous religion. However, according to the U.S. State, US Department of State's Air National Religious Freedom Report of 2012, citing the 2008 census, the majority of the population adhered to Christianity, while reliable statistics on animist and Muslim beliefs are not, are not available. The Federal Research Division of the U.S. Library of Congress states that in the early 1990s, possibly no more than 10% of Southern Sudan's population was Christian. In the early 1990s, official records of Sudan claimed that the population of what was then included in South Sudan, 25% of people followed traditional religions and 5% were Christians. However, some news reports claim a Christian majority. In the U.S. Episcopal Church, claim the existence of large numbers of Anglican adherents from the Episcopal Church of the Sudan, 2 million members in 2005. Likewise, according to the World Christian Encyclopedia, the Catholic Church is the largest single Christian body in Sudan since 1995, with 2.7 million Catholics 
mainly concentrated in South Sudan. A December 18, 2012 report on religion and public life by the Pew Research Center states that in 2010, 60.5% of South Sudan's population were Christian, 32.9% were followers of traditional African religion, and 6.2% were Muslim. The Presbyterian Church in Sudan is the third largest denomination in Southern Sudan. It has about 1 million members and 500 congregations. Speaking at St. Teresa Cathedral in Juba, South Sudanese President Kerr, a Roman Catholic, said that South Sudan would be a nation that respects freedom of religion. Amongst Christians, most are Catholic and Anglican, though other denominations are also active, and animist beliefs are often blended with Christian beliefs. Due to the many years of civil war, South Sudan's culture is heavily influenced by its neighbors. Many South Sudanese fled to Ethiopia, Kenya, and Uganda, where they interacted with the national and learned their languages and culture. For most of those who remained in the country, or went north to Sudan and Egypt, they greatly assimilated Arab culture. Most, most South Sudanese value knowing one's tribal origin, his traditional culture and dialect even while in exile and diaspora. Although the common languages spoken are Arab Ju Arabi, Juba, and English, Swahili is being introduced to the population to improve the country's relations with its East African neighbors. Many music artists from South Sudan use English, Swahili, Arabi, Juba, third dialect, or a mix of all. Popular artists like Yaba Angolosi sings Afrobeat, R&B, and Zulk. Dynamic, Dynamic is popular for his reggae releases, and Emmanuel Kembi, who sings folk, reggae, and Afrobeat. Emmanuel Jal is one of South Sudan's South Sudanese music artist who has broken through on an international level with his unique form of hip-hop and a positive message in his lyrics. Jal, a former child soldier turned musician who received good airplay and album reviews in the United Kingdom and has also been sought out for the lecture circuit with major talks at popular talk fests like TED. Many traditional and modern games and sports are popular in South Sudan, particularly wrestling and mock battles. The traditional sports were mainly played after the harvest seasons to celebrate the harvest and finish the farming season. During the matches, they smeared themselves with okra, perhaps to enhance the grip or hide their perception. The matches attracted large numbers of spectators who sang, played drums, and danced in support of their favorite wrestlers. Though these were perceived as competition, they are primarily for entertainment. Soccer is also becoming popular in South Sudan and there are many initiatives by the government of South Sudan and other partners that promote the sport and improve the level of play. One of these initiatives is, this, is the South Sudan Youth Sports Association, or SSYSA. SSYSA is already holding soccer clinics in Konya Konya and Muniki areas of Juba, in which young boys are coached. In recognition of these efforts with soccer, the country recently recently hosted the Council for East and Central African Football Association's Youth Football Soccer, Com Youth Soccer Competition. Barely a month earlier, it also hosted the larger East African School Sports Tournaments. The South Sudan National Association Soccer Team joined the Confederation of African Football, because soccer is called football in many parts of the world. In February 2012, it became a full FIFA member. Radio National Soccer Association in May 2012. 
The team played its first match against Tusker FC of the Kenyan Premier League on July 10, 2011 in Juba as part of independent celebrations, scoring early but losing 3-1 to the more experienced team. Famous South Sudanese soccer players are James Moga, Richard Justin, Athir Thomas, Goma Gennaro, Kamis Leano, Kamis Martin, and Roy Gawak. In the modern era, South Sudanese have excelled in international sports. Luol Deng is a National Basketball Association star in the United States, where he plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers. At the international level, he represents, United, he represents Great Britain, which is part of the United Kingdom. Other leading international basketball players from South Sudan include Manute Bo, Kweth Duami, Deng Gai, and Etir Majak. The South Sudan national basketball team played its first match against the Uganda national basketball team on July 10, 2011 in Juba. One athlete from South Sudan, Gour Muriel, competed in the 2012 Summer Olympics. Due to South Sudan not yet possessing an official Olympics organization, and, and Rio not yet possessing American citizenship. He, along with three athletes from the former Netherlands and Teals, competed under the banner of Independent Olympic Athletes. The economy of South Sudan is one of the world's most underdeveloped, with South Sudan having little existing infrastructure and the highest mortality, maternal mortality in the female Rates in the world as of 2011. South Sudan exports timber to the international market. The region also contains many natural resources such as petroleum, iron ore, copper, chromium ore, zinc, tux, tungsten, mica, silver, gold, diamonds, hardwoods, limestone, and hydropower. The, the country's economy, as in many other developing countries, is heavily dependent on agriculture. Other than natural resources-based companies, other organizations such as Southern Sudan Beverages Limited, a subsidiary of Sab Miller. The oil fields in the South have been significant to the economy since the latter part of the 20th century. South Sudan has the third largest oil reserves in Sub-Saharan Africa. However, after South Sudan became an independent nation in July 2011, Southern and Northern negotiators were not immediately able to reach agreement on how to split the revenue from these southern oil fields. It is estimated that South Sudan has around four times the oil deposits of Sudan. The oil revenues, according to the Comprehensive Peace Agreement, were split equally for the duration of the agreement period. Since South Sudan relies on pipelines, refineries, and Port Sudan's facilities in Red Sea State in Sudan, the agreement stated that the government of Sudan in Khartoum would receive a 50% share of oil, all oil revenues. This arrangement was maintained during the second period of autonomy from 2005 to 2011. In the run-up to independence, northern negotiators repeatedly, reportedly pressed for a deal maintaining the 50-50 split of oil revenues, while the South Sudanese were holding, holding out for more favorable terms. Oil revenues constitute more than 98% of the government of South Sudan's budget according to the Southern Government's Ministry of Finance and Economic Planning, and this has amounted to more than $8 billion in revenue since the signing of the peace agreement. After independence, South Sudan objected to Sudan charging $34 per barrel to transport oil through the pipeline to the oil terminal at Port Sudan. With production of around 30,000 barrels per day, this was costing over a million dollars per day. In January 2012, 
South Sudan suspended oil production, causing a dramatic reduction in revenue and food costs to rise by 120%. China National Petroleum Corporation is a major investor in South Sudan's oil sector. South Sudan's economy is under pressure to diversify away from oil as oil reserves will likely have by 2020 if no new fines are made, according to the International Monetary Fund. In terms of South Sudan's external debt, Sudan and South Sudan maintain a shared debt of approximately $38 billion, all of which is accumulated through the past five decades. Though a small portion of this debt is owed to such international institutions as the World Bank and the International Monetary Fund, approximately $5.3 billion according to a 2009 report provided by the Bank of Sudan. The bulk of its debt is actually owed to numerous foreign actors that, that have provided the nation with financial loans, including the Paris Club at over $11 billion, and also non-Paris Club bilateral creditors at over $13 billion. The Paris Club refers to an informal group of financial investors from 19 of the world's most influential economies, including such member nations as the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany, France, and Canada, while non-parents club bilateral creditors refers to any entity that does not enjoy permanent slash associated status as a Paris club member. Private bilateral creditors, i.e. private commercial banks and private credit, supply, credit suppliers, account for the majority of the remainder, approximately $6 billion of the total debt. While it is possible to arrive at a relatively accurate determination of the region's total debt accumulation, it is not yet possible to determine precisely how much debt the newly formed nation of South Sudan independently carries, as an agreement has not yet been reached between Sudan and South Sudan regarding this highly contentious issue. The presence of, presence of Kenya and Rwanda invited the autonomous government of Southern Sudan to apply for membership upon the independence of South Sudan in 2011, and South Sudan was reportedly an applicant as of mid-2011 for the East African Community. As of early October, South Sudan said to officially become a member in the, in the future. Analysts suggest that South Sudan's early efforts to integrate infrastructure, including rail tanks and oil pipelines, with systems in Kenya and Uganda indicated intention on the part of South Sudan to pivot away from dependence on Sudan and toward East Africa. Reuters considers South Sudan the likeliest candidate for EAC expansion in the short term. An article in the Tanzanian Daily, The Citizen, reported that East African Legislative, Legislative Assembly Speaker Abderhan Hadhar said South Sudan was free to join EAC and asserted that analysts believe the country will soon become a full member of the regional body. On September 17, 2011, the Daily Nation quoted a South Sudanese Member of Parliament as saying that while his government was eager to join the EEC, it will likely delay its membership over concerns that its economy was not sufficiently developed to compete with EAC member states and, be, and could become a dumping ground for Kenyan, Tanzanian, and Ugandan imports. This was contradicted by, contradicted by President Selva Kiir, who announced South Sudan had officially embarked on the application process one month later. After initially being deferred, ambition could reportedly occur in 20, sometime in 2014. However, incidents with Ugandan Boda Boda operators in Juba and elsewhere have created political tension and may delay the process. 
South Sudan has 154 miles or 248 kilometers of single track 3 feet 6 inch or 1 or 1067 millimeter gauge railway line from the Sudanese border to Wild Terminus. There are proposed extensions from Wild to Juba. There are also plans to link Juba with the Kenyan and Ugandan railway networks. The busiest and most developed airport in South Sudan is Juba Airport, which has regular international connections to which has regular international connections with as as Mara Air National Airport in Eritrea and and uh, and Tabi Air National Airport in Uganda. Nairobi, Joma Kenya International Airport in Nairobi, Kenya, Cairo Air National Airport in Egypt, Bole Air National Airport in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and Khartoum Air National Airport in Khartoum, Sudan. Juma Airport is also the home base of Peter Airlines Company and Southern Star Airlines. Other international airports include Malakau with air national flights to Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, and Khartoum, Sudan. Wow with weekly service to Khartoum, and Roombeck also with weekly flights to Khartoum. Southern Sudan Airlines also also serves Numuele Airport and Akobo uh, and Akobo Airport, which have unpaved runways. Several smaller airports ex exist throughout South Sudan, the majority consisting of little more than dirt runways. On April 4, 2012, plans were unveiled to launch a South Sudanese national airline, primarily for domestic service at first, but eventually ex expanding to international service. South Sudan is acknowledged as one of the worst health indicators in the world. The under 5 infant mortality rate is 135.3 per 1,000 whilst maternal mortality is the highest in the world at 2,053.9 per 100,000 live births. In 2004, there were only three surgeons serving, serving southern Sudan while three proper, with three proper hospitals, and in some areas there was just one doctor for every 500,000 people. The epidemiology of HIV slash AIDS in the South Sudan is poorly documented, but the prevalence is believed around 3.1%. According to a 2013 study, South Sudan probably has the highest malaria, malaria burden in Sub-Saharan Africa. South Sudan is one of the few countries where draconiclysis still occurs. At the time of the Comprehensive Peace Agreement of 2005, humanitarian needs in Southern Sudan were massive. However, humanitarian organizations under the leadership of the United Nations Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs managed to ensure sufficient funding to bring relief to the local populations. Along with recovery and development aid, humanitarian projects were included in the 2007 work plan of the United Nations and partners. More than 90% of the population of South Sudan lives on less than $1 per day, a day despite the GDP per capita of the entire, entirety of Sudan being $1,200 or $3.29 a day. In 2007, the United Nations OCAH, UC, OCHA under the leadership of Alain Duthoy, decreased its involvement in southern Sudan 
as humanitarian needs gradually diminished, slowly but markedly turning over control to the recovery and development activities of non-governmental organizations and community-based organizations. The famine reportedly led to deaths in northern Bar el-Ghazal and Warab states in mid-2011, though the state governments of both denied hunger there was severe enough to cause fatalities. In Piwar County, located in the Jongle State, in December 2011 and January 2012, cattle raids led to border clashes that eventually resulted in widespread ethnic violence with thousands of deaths and tens of thousands of South Sudanese being displaced and hundreds of medicine and hundreds of doctors without border staff went missing. The government declared the area a disaster zone and took control of took control from local authorities. And hundreds of doctors um, from local authorities. South Sudan has a very high rate of child marriage. Violence against women is common in the country, and South Sudan's laws and policies have been criticized as inadequate in offering protection. The water supply in southern Sudan is faced with numerous challenges, and it is estimated that between 50% and 60% of the population of South Sudan has access to improved water source, such as a hand pump, protected well, or for a small minority, piped water supply. Although the White Nile runs through the country, water is scarce during the dry season in areas that are not located on the river. About half the population does not have access to an approved water source, defined as a protected well, standpipe, or hand pump within one kilometer. The few existing pipe water supply systems are often not well maintained, and the water they provide is often not safe to drink. This place people returning home from put a huge strain on infrastructure, structure, and the government institutions in charge of the sector are weak. Substantial external funding from numerous government agencies and non-governmental organizations is available to improve water supply. Numerous non-governmental organizations support water supply in Southern Sudan, such as Water is Basic, the Obaki Foundation, and the Bridgeton Lake Region Rotary Club from North America. As of February 2014, South Sudan is host to over 230,000 refugees, with the vast majority, or over 209,000, having arrived recently from Sudan because of the war in Darfur. Other African countries that contribute the most refugees in South Sudan are the Central African Republic, Ethiopia, and the Democratic Republic of the Congo. There are also 740,000 internally displaced persons in South Sudan since December 2013, almost 75,000 of whom reside in UN bases. The United Nations High Commission, High Commission report, report has reported a High Commission on Refu- I'm sorry, the United Nations High Commission on Refugees has reported a drop in the number of internally displaced persons seeking protection despite a growth in the overall internally displaced persons population in South Sudan. Consequently, the UNHCR is stepping up its response through an interagency collaborative approach under the leadership of the humanitarian coordinator and working with the International Organization for Migration. In early February 2013, UNHCR started distributing relief items outside the UN base in Malakal, South Sudan, which is expected to reach 10,000 people. I apologize for the minor audio interruption earlier in this episode. Anyways, that concludes it for South Sudan. 
Uh, you can follow me on both Twitter and Facebook at TJ Spike. That's T-J-S-P-Y-K-E. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, you can email me at rny9286 at hotmail.com and I'm more than welcome to have any guests from future countries on. Thank you for learning about South Sudan and have a, have a good day everyone.